Parashat Shkolim is read after on Shabbos. Now, the point of Parashat Shkolim, by the way, last week of Parashat Shkolim, <laughs> for those guys in Shul, when you like, saw them taking out that extra safe of Torah, and you went, what are they doing there? So, that was Parashat Shkolim. So, I'm committing like a, a, probably a, a triple error over here. Not only am I speaking on the Parsha, I'm speaking on last, last week's Parsha, and the kind of last week's Parsha that no one had really any interest in. Parsha's got him. So it's, it's bigger layers, but I think it's important, specifically for, for us coming up to Purim, and in general, it's a bit of a, a different understanding of how we have to perceive ourselves in the world. Parsha's got him is read on Shabbos. It's a very, very strange thing. It shouldn't be. Pasha Shkolim commemorates the fact that there was a time when the Beis HaMikdash was around that every Jewish male would give a half shekel to contribute to the fund which would then buy the sacrificial offerings which were <coughs> communal offerings. This process took place once a year and it had to be completed by Nisan and therefore in Rosh Chodesh Adar they began Mashmim ala Shkolim they began to announce the fact that you have to start bringing your Maxis HaShekel on Rosh Chodesh Adar. Now, on Rosh Chodesh Adar, there is Kriyas Atayah. So if you choose a point to place the commemoration of the idea of Maxis HaShekel, there could be no more appropriate place than to place it on Rosh Chodesh Adar. Take our two separate Torah, read Parashat Chodesh like we do in Chanukah, in one, and in the other one, read about the Shkari. Why do we dafka put Parashat Shkolim on Shabbos? First question. Second question is why the Rosha in the Haggadah is called a Rosha. The Rosha in the Haggadah says as follows. The Rosha says, why did you, what does avoid it to you? The service, what are you doing? To you! So we take his language literally and we say, aha, he said to you, implying to you and not to me. So he excluded himself from the klal, from the body of the Jewish people. And hence, he became a heretic and denied the existence of God. No, he didn't. He just said, I'm not part of the, I don't relate to you. I'm, he disassociated from the people of Israel. Where is it implied that the disassociation from the people of Israel is a kfira be'ikah? That's absurd. Third question. Back to Machzah Shekel. Machzah Shekel is a Machzah Shekel. Surely if the goal initially of Machzah Shekel was to count the Jewish people, to take a census, wouldn't it have been easy to use a single denomination coin? One shekel one agura, one something. Why dafka? That makes no sense. And now we get into the Gemara's and Brochus, which seem to be completely exaggerated. One that occupies himself with Torah, ubegimulus chasodim and chesed, umispalel imat zibur, and davens in a minion. Mali anilav ki ilu padaeni li levonai mi bein umayis olam. It's as if he is redeemed me and my children from galus. 
אמר יש לוקיש, כל מי שיש לו בייס כנסס בעירוי, he has a shul in his town, ואינו נכנס שם לספיילו, and he doesn't daven there, meaning he davens at home. אבל יש דבנינג, he davens at the כויסל. which כויסל? the כויסל הרומי. הרומי? the כויסל מהרום. So, ואינו נכנס שם לספיילו, so he doesn't go daven in the shul that's in his ear, meaning the shul he's connected to, Ben Ir means it belongs to him, he's connected to. Nikra Shochein Roy, he's called a bad neighbor. Shnei Malkoi Amar Hashem Malkoi Shochein Roy, Manoigim B'Nachal Hashem Chalti, Es Am Yisrael. V'loi Oed Ela, not only that, Ela Shegoyem Golus Loi Levonov, he brings exile onto him and his children. Shnei Amar, Hinei Noitshim Me'al Admosom Ve'ezbeis Yehuda Etoish Mitoichom. So that seems to be quite extreme. You don't daven in the minion. Everyone knows that that's part and parcel of being Jewish. As the old antiquated not funny joke says. A man is shipwrecked and he comes to an island. The deserted island. And there's a Jew on the island. One Jew. And he's touring the island and he sees that in this island there's one Jew and there's two shores. <coughs> the person who is shipwrecked is also yet. He says, Rebbe, he says, tell me, he says, say that you want a shul to daven and understand. But two shuls. So he says, Avada. He says, what do you mean? He says, that's a shul I don't daven in. <laughs> Only funny 20 years ago. 50 years ago. Wasn't it mildly funny? No. <laughs> Could be like the other joke I told. You just don't get it. It's not that it's not funny. You fault it. So the idea of a the idea of a shul in your ear means that you have a connection to it and when you don't daven in it there's an element of golos so that seems extreme it seems extreme that davening im hatzibur is a geula and davening beli hatzibur is a golos so we really have five points to consider why is machzis hashekel the parasha read on Shabbat and not on Rosh Chodesh why does the Russia, when he excludes himself from the community of Kalei Yisrael, why is he called a Kuefer Be'ikar? Why is it the Machsis HaShekel is a Chetzi? Why is it that the Gemara says Tefillah B'Tzibur is a Geula? And fifthly, why is it the Gemara says Tefillah Sheloi B'Tzibur is Golos? Avada, the reason why he goes into Golos and his children go into Golos is because it's a Midah Keneged Midah, measure for measure. He calls Golos, he has to go into Golos. So the question is, what is Golos and what is Geula? It's quite simple that Golos is called Pizur or Pirud. It's the breaking to pieces of a single whole. And Geula is the Achtus, is the coming together of the people. It's a Kibbutz. Tibur means gathered together. Tibur, community, means gathered together. The way you describe a pile of something is it's Tabur. It's connected, it's put together. So there's two things. There's a tzibur and there's no tzibur. There's a tzibur and there's a yachid. And there's golus and there's geula. Machzis shekel is an interesting mitzvah. It's a, in, a mitzvah. it's a mitzvah which says to every person in Klal Yisrael, whether you are rich or poor, you can only give a machzis shekel. It's a test. It's a test for a poor person because he can't afford it. And it's a test for a rich person because he has to say, even though... I've got a wallet with notes. I can't give more. It's a big new sign. I can only give the miserable Maxis Shekel. What Maxis Shekel does is it's a grand equalizer. 
it pulls everyone together and says you are all part of the same process you all contribute equally to the body of the cloud and you're all half in your own right an individual cannot reach completion he's a machtis shekel the mitzvah of machtis shekel is the declaration of the communal nature of the Jewish people that without it an individual can't succeed in Yiddishkeit it's not possible because he has nothing to connect to and combine with what Shabbos is is the understanding that the disparate parts of the creation the world seems to be a place where there is no achtus of Hashem there's no one single uniting theme that's openly visible when a person keeps Shabbos you're acknowledging that the creator is the underlying reason and maker of all that's around us Shabbos is when you ma'achid the bria you bring the entire creation into one klal and you say Hashem Echod Ushmoy Echod Shabbos is Me'ein Olam Haba Olam Haba is Ein Zulotcha there's no one but Hashem there's no confusion as to is there other things or aren't there other things there's a unity Shabbos is the time when the Bria is unified Pasha Shkalim has to be read on Shabbos because that is the time that is the most appropriate time to acknowledge that the different parts have a unifying purpose the Gemara in Sanhedrin says the following strange thing when our love was strong when our love was strong we could have a shechivan but Safsira, we would we would lie on the blade of a dagger, the most narrow possible thing that you can conceive of. When our love was not strong, even a bed which was sixty amas wide couldn't provide enough space for us. What love does is it dissolves the barriers between people so that even no space is plenty space what creating barriers does asserting my own individuality acknowledging myself outside of the community outside of other people thinking into my own little cocoon I create a barrier between myself and others and however many people there are and however big that barrier is we need more and more space the gematria of Ava is Echad because what love does is it combines and fuses people together the way the fusion con- con- the way the fusion takes place is that together they realize that there's something which is beyond the two of them that binds them together the way two people are synergized is because there's something that's not unique to me and it's not subjectively located in myself but it's something shared with another and when we connect on that point so then our differences dissolve and they just become vehicles for manifesting the goal that we relate to comparison can be used from the field of sport such a valuable asset to community and (laughs) civilization in a soccer team there's a shared goal the goal is to score excuse the pun and the the way that the, the the team members combine 
is that they share that goal. And that goal is not specifically located in one of them. It's not that I should score. It's that the game should be won through us. And therefore, the, the notion of the individuality of every team member is his talents are employed towards that goal. And therefore, if someone's a great defender and a terrible scorer, that doesn't have any negative bearing on him. Because in the context of a team, he's exactly where he needs to be. If the defender wants to score, it's problematic. But what a team does is it allows the talents of the individuals to be expressed in context. That the talents don't become a need to differentiate differentiate myself from others and to create a barrier between others my talents which are unique to me become a reason for the fusion because if you borrow on my talents and me on yours together we can create a much greater whole and therefore when you have a binding purpose your individual strengths are far more valuable and your weaknesses are inconsequential because in the context of the whole you can do your job the notion of community in Klal Yisrael is not just something on the side. It's the thing. It's the essence. If the Russia says, it's not me, I don't be a part of the community, he's not just dislocating himself from the community. He's a Koifer because he's saying there's no singular goal we all share. We don't share the nature of the creation. We don't share the connection to the creator. So he's denying the existence of God. Because the bonding glue that welds us together is the fact that we all subscribe to a connection which transcends us, which is the values espoused in the turn and the connection to the creator himself. And that forms as a fusion which bonds the community together. And when a person slips out of the community, he's by default an apicorus. Hence, Machsit shekel is given, is commemorated on Shabbos, which is the expression of Ayemuna. Hence, the Rasha, when he dislocates himself from the community, is a Kofar Be'ika. Hence, the Machsit shekel is only half, because without the other part of Kali Yisrael, you are only ever half. And it makes perfect sense that when you daven with the Tzibur, you create a Geula. Because what you're doing is, you are sewing together the wounds of Golos. Golos it's Pizur. Everyone's his own man. He's out there for himself. Geula is togetherness. That's why when a person doesn't daven in the shul, so of course, he goes into Golos. Midah connected Midah. He's already done Golos. It just manifests in his children. Of course, when a person davens with his Tzibur, he brings the Geula. So this is a crucial notion running up to Purim, where it's, um, the reason why there was a Gzaira is because Kleis was Am Mephoizar Mephoirad. It was a, dis- a nation which was dislocated from one another. And the Gula of Purim brought everyone together. And the pertinence for us, in our context, is it's a very difficult thing when a person's in Yeshiva. Because people have got their own agendas and their own goals. And often, they, in a well-intended attempt to further one's own spiritual advancement, people decide to go on individual tracks and to plan individual schedules and to disregard the kehillah, the tzibur. 
And in doing so, they think, because this is more suitable for me. What do I lose out? If I'm with the tzibur, I'm going to lose out. Because if I daven in the minion of the yeshiva, so I'll miss my seder here. And if I go to night seder there instead of doing this, so I'll be able to gain more. And they miss the point that the cohesive nature of a tzibur working together is worth an exponential amount and it far outweighs one's own personal preferences. It's just a complete distortion of what the reality is. So we see, building up to Purim, coming off the back of Maxis Shekel, a completely new perspective of how if we do want to grow, we have to grow. Growth becomes when you look at your individual talents as not how they can be expressed in terms of self-actualization, but in terms of community actualization. How can I contribute to the, the microcosm of our little community and to the macrocosm of the community of Israel as a whole? What role do I have to play? And whatever that role is, that role is dictated by my talents and my talents expressed in the context of working for the cloud become absolutely invaluable. Even though there are other people that can do a lot of other things better than me. There are other people, there's no one in the world that can do what I can do. So the acknowledgement of community is simultaneously the recognition of mission which gives meaning to my life and asserts my individuality. Without it, we are bereft of meaning, we are dislocated from the community and we can have no access to spirituality in the truest sense of the word. So I think it's something to ponder going ahead into Purim and into Adar and into Nisan which is the Zman of Geula we have to be mechazek our kesher to the Tzibur in every possible way and that's a deep avoider for us because our default setting is we want to plan our own life in our own ways and we don't want to consider our concept ourselves in the context of other that's the nature of man and to strive against that is an avoider that we have to constantly work on and now is the time to work on it harder than ever and we should be assisted in this. And when we connect to that, and we connect to one another, and we look out for the good of the Tibur, so then Hashem should be Mekayim in us, that it says when you learn Torah, which you do, and you Oisik in Gemulis Chasodim, it's not enough. You have to be a Mispalel in a Tibur. And then what happens? Ma'ale ani alav, ki'ilu pedo'eni li'u levonai, mi'bein umayisa o'lam. And then we're free. Now, 